3: Hi, how are you? I'm Craig Doyle. Welcome to the BT Sport MotoGP podcast. What a brilliant race from Marc Marquez here in the Czech Republic. Tactically, he played an absolute blinder. Coming up, you can hear from all the protagonists from race day, Colin Edwards, Neil Hodgson, Keith Ewan and Gavin Emmett. But first, here was how the race was won.
4: As we come to the last set of corners, Marc Marquez has worked strategically brilliantly to win this race here. The Czech Grand Prix belongs to Marc Marquez and Honda. Pedrosa will come home. His teammate will come home in second place. Vinales have come from a really difficult weekend to take that podium place. Then Rossi and Crutchlow as quick as that.
5: What a weird, weird
3: afternoon. So... Colin Edwards, we barely draw a breath because that was an absolutely brilliant day. And Livio Supo has just joined us now. Livio, just join us. Come on, come on over is. this side of things. How are you? Well done. Hey, no well need to separate
2: us. Come on yeah. over come on. <laughs> I don't want to share too much with
3: you. Um, so basically, if you've just joined us, you missed an amazing MotoGP race where Marc Marquez, this fella's young charge, was outstanding in making the decision to switch bikes when he saw the track drying up. And his teammate, Danny Pedrosa, coming in
5: second place, which means you've had a very good day indeed. Livy. Absolutely, very good day. And uh, in this condition, Mark is unbelievable. We see something like this last year in, uh, in Sachsenring. Uh, and today again, he did a great job. Uh, I'm really pleased with Danny because usually Danny, in this condition, is struggling more. And today, the first lap, uh, lap in was already very fast, and uh, you know, very happy with one two. We did a test here, which was good, and uh, so it's good for uh, for. For everything, for the season, and for Whom,
3: who made the decision for Mark to come in? Did you send him a little text, or, or did he make his <laughs> no, own no, mind? No, no, no. This
5: kind of decision, of course, they must take because, uh, as Connie knows very well, in that moment is the only the, the only one that really knows if they can try or not are the riders, and uh, and and. Mark knows that in this con- tricky condition he's very strong, so he always usually do the, the correct choice.
3: And you guys, you practice that pit stop more than any other team, I'd say. He's a master of it, isn't
5: he? Yeah, in the, yeah, also in that is good. He's a, maybe a couple of uh, tenth, Even that, yeah. it should be enough sometimes.
2: I heard a rumor from his mom, apparently, on mm-hmm. Twitter, that uh, bef- before he came in, he went to the back of the group and comes in so nobody sees him come in the pit. Is that true or no? Did y'all talk about this? Well, uh, no, I don't
5: think so. He. he... No, I don't think he did deliberately, honestly. Okay. Uh, and anyway, when, when uh, he came in, many riders stay out of many laps, so still probably condition was not so easy. It's easy to speak, but then... Yeah. Uh, well,
3: do you know something? Uh, Mark is never going to say his mother didn't do something, okay? So let's hear from Mark, and then we'll come <laughs> back to you, okay? okay? This is what Mark had to say after the win.
6: Yeah, he's just having a discussion actually with Danny Pedrosa about all the tactics, about everything that's gone on during that race. We could ask Mark a couple of those questions that have been flying around. One, people want to know if the soft wet tie that he'd gone with, if that was already destroyed or you made the decision. And and even if you dropped back behind the front runners, they couldn't see you coming into the pits. Were there things going on in your mind when you made that early decision?
7: Yeah, honestly, uh, really happy for the final result, of course. Uh, But uh, but yeah, we did a perfect strategy but uh, the, the tire the rear tire when I put the soft one because I saw the track and I say maybe the soft one give me an extra push for four or five laps but it was completely opposite. Uh, I was struggling a lot it was too, too soft uh, I overhit immediately uh, and then for that reason I go back 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 uh, and then I go in on the pits uh, because I saw that uh, was still very wet in some points but I say okay I try. Uh, I nearly crashed three, four times uh, in the first two, three laps, but uh, then uh, I was able to, to be there to keep the rhythm, uh, to take a, a good pace. And, uh, and yeah, when I saw P1 plus 20 seconds, more or less, then I said, okay, now it's time to manage the race, time to take my rhythm, uh, no stress the tires, just floating on the, on the track. Uh, and, and yeah,
6: uh, very happy. It looked floating. It looked like you were in complete control as well, though, Mark. Mark, I just want to ask now two wins in a row. We go to Austria, we know it, it might not be the easiest place. Do you feel on a roll?
7: Yeah, of course. Uh, Rebel Ring uh, last year was a difficult circuit, but also here was uh, really difficult. So uh, this year, of course, the test helps helps a lot. Uh, as uh, was uh, was really good uh, test uh, on summer break, and uh, and we use that potential for for the race weekend, of course. And, uh, and yeah, very happy because this race track normally I'm struggling a lot. I take this 25 points. We will see next week. Everything can happen. Can be rain. Can be. Wet, I mean, it uh, can be flag to flag, uh, dry, uh, but uh, anyway, we will try to give our 100% again one more time. And the most important is that uh, today was a really special day, uh, especially for all MotoGP, but for Spanish riders, uh, for Angel Nieto, uh, full Spanish podium. Uh, looks like uh, when we were there on the grid uh, for, uh, for, silence, uh, for for silence, for for half this tribute to, to him, uh, were really special because it was like uh, raining little bit, like crying the, the sky, and, uh, and yeah, in the end, uh, this, this Sunday race, I think is for him.
6: Lovely stuff, Mark. Congratulations yet again. Well done. Thank you very much. Bye.
3: Yeah, there was a lovely scene before the race and they had a big banner saying, Gracias, Maestro, for mm. Aniel. And what a better way of celebrating the man to have an old Spanish podium. Mark feels he's on a roll. Do you feel he's on a roll?
5: Yeah, for sure it's a, is a good moment. Uh, the bike, uh, since the beginning of the season, is better than last year, even if sometimes looks is not. But uh, the result of done proved that the machine is getting better, and also Calto did a good job. So the technician has done a good job. Of course, there's always to improve. Next week we have a very difficult circuit. last year was a very difficult circuit for us, probably the worst. We will see if we are closer to the other, but it's important to be consistent and don't lose too much point in any race.
2: Are you guys testing here tomorrow?
5: Uh, unfortunately, yes, because we I think <laughs> we know already this place quite enough. But uh, yeah, tomorrow we will test uh, because, uh, uh, as I said, we is is never-ending story. You know, you always try to find uh, any, any little things can help. And some new parts,
2: some new pieces to look for uh, next weekend. If
5: I tell you, then I have to kill you. <laughs> so <laughs> you want to get yourself
3: some, uh, you know, some some hamster cheek. You know fairings. <laughs> that's all the rage now. I mean, will you
5: will you look to what Ducati have done and maybe? Do you, uh, you know, I'm not a technician for sure. Uh, it's a totally different approach than what we have. If you look at the fairing of Dany, it's difficult to understand where is it. And uh, I mean the, the 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 winglet, and the Ducati one is much easier to understand. But it's a different approach, and uh, you know, it's um, that's MotoGP. That's try to find the, something different from the others and. Uh, we, see.
3: we We were talking before racing started this week. We know what Ducati were out there trying to help uh, Jorge out more than anyone, I guess. You know, and, and get the old anti-wheelie thing on the go. And we, Yamaha, I guess, it was chassis work they were doing. Uh, what were you looking for over that month break? Usually, our for? rider
5: complained a lot about the acceleration of the bike. Uh, then if it's a question of uh, engine or uh, how to put the, the, the power on track, uh, honestly, it's, uh, it's not easy to understand. Uh, but I think from last year to this year, we did a step. Uh, still not enough, but of course, they are still working. Uh, Cal Crutchlow was saying last week he thinks Mark Marquez is going to win this championship. Do you think Mark Marquez is going to win this championship? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that Cal thinks like that. Of course, we hope. Uh, but, um, but you never know, it's a long championship, as we said, so far this season, uh, can, many things can happen, everything can, be, can change a lot from one week to the other, so today we celebrate 1-2, maybe in one week we will be uh, struggling, who knows, uh, but as I said before, the important is not trying not to lose too many points every race, and keep focused on, uh, on the job.
3: Livio, thank you so much. You've a short turnaround, so don't celebrate too heavily tonight. Thank you. Well done. You Congratulations. Thanks. Good stuff. Let's work our through. Uh, let's work our way through the race. Uh, it was a wet race officially at the start and uh, we thought, yeah, that seems fair. It was very wet, and Lorenzo, well, he led the charge. He looked great, didn't he?
2: Yeah, looked. Uh, I don't know where that came from. I mean, he was good this morning in the wet, but right here, just takes charge, you know, stuffs it up the inside here, and here in about half a lap, he's gone. And I was like, what is going on with this guy? And uh, but, you know, he, he always goes good here. He likes his track. The winglets, I think, help keep the bike settled. Everything was working in that first part.
3: I wonder how much the winglets helped his head. How much of that is a little kind of confidence pushing? Probably a, a ton.
2: Probably
3: <laughs> 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 about 95%. Yeah, well, yeah. I would imagine quite a lot because we know what he's like. Yeah, exactly. But, you know,
2: if he can find something that makes the bike more stable, more comfortable, it's all about comfort. I, I, we talk about this all the time. It makes him more comfortable. He's happy with it.
3: Okay, Valentino Rossi always looking comfortable indeed. Let's look at his early charge. Yeah. Second off the grid. Good start from.
2: him. Yeah, and here he comes up the inside of, <clears throat> who is that, Marquez, and uh, I can't see the screens jacked up, but... He comes up the inside, sticks it up in there, and I was thinking he's going to you know, put a charge together, and he did. He eventually caught Lorenzo.
3: Don't tell people we have a screen. They think you remember every single oh, yeah, detail everything. of the race. <laughs> we remember the stop, certainly, and the rain stopping, and things drying up, and just how quickly Mark Marquez made that move into the pits and you called it well in advance to be fair you said he's going to be first in he's sharp
2: uh, you've got to look at history you know his history his mo is he's the first guy in he's the guy that's going to take the most amount of risk when you look at the race he took the most amount of risk for a lap and a half two laps and then for the other 18 or so laps he just cruised didn't have to do anything he Had 20 second lead
3: yeah and, and they just didn't react quick enough uh-uh. uh, it was a bad management by them uh, Bad management in the pit lane. We weren't sure what happened with Alicia Spargaro, Andrea Anoni involved in it. Something happened in the pit lane. It's a bit clear now. We think it was Alicia's fault.
2: Yeah, it.
3: which, I mean, that was close. They
2: almost T-boned him. But it looks like they sent him out. Here's another shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, wow. I didn't see that camera angle. Um, this is Jorge Lorenzo coming in his for his stop. And it almost looked like they weren't ready for him. It was chaotic and very, very slow. He actually lost eight places in this stop Very chaotic. I was
2: wondering what happened to him, because he was obviously doing good in the rain. Look, this is a disaster. I didn't even see this. Absolute disaster. And Valentino's normal self, you know, let me just uh, hop off and hop on. And he doesn't do the old Marquez.
3: Just, yeah, just a bad call from an old head, though. He should have been in earlier, surely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have to look at Marquez when he goes in at the very minimum come in a lap later you can't sit out there and let him gain eight ten seconds a lap on you
3: and um, fair play to maverick Vinyales, uh, he was probably feeling the pressure of the top of the championship table getting really tight he needed a big result still fighting that bike he did well today
2: i'm telling you uh, this whole race he is one of the standouts for me that I had a really good race struggled all weekend we've seen him real animated on the bike in the
3: pit and he rode a really good race excellent yeah well done maverick Vinyales. 14 points behind it mark marquez still in the thick of the mix in that battle in a wonderful championship year gav just met up in maverick a short time ago this is what they had to say to each other.
6: maverick congratulations on that podium today you've done a great job because all weekend we've been hearing things aren't right things need to improve so are you happy enough with the podium i'm sure you'd never be happy with third normally no today i'm happy enough i think it was the best we can do
8: uh, honestly, if we have been entering on the pill lane a little bit earlier, we could do maybe fighting with Danny for, for the second place. But finally, I think uh, the rhythm was really good on the dry. Also, on the wet, I feel quite comfortable and fast. So I'm quite happy, you know. We, we did a good job today. Uh, tomorrow, it's time to, to test and time to recover the feeling that we have the first part of the season.
6: You say if you'd have come in at the same time as Danny, come in at the same time as Mark. Do you ever consider that? to come in that early. Is that a possibility yeah, for you?
8: I consider that I saw anyone who was going in and Mark was behind me. If I saw Mark going in, I directly follow him because he, he is a specialist on that on that uh, area. But anyway, for me, I did we did a good job and I'm really happy to be on the podium.
6: Uh, Maverick, now going ahead to the next race, just tell us how important tomorrow's test is here at Bruno for you and for Yamaha.
8: It's really, really important. Tomorrow we have to work so hard, we have to work. On what? On what? on the correct way, you know, to define uh, one chassis, define the suspensions, everything, just to keep from here until the end of the season, you know, keep on on a good level. I think we can do it tomorrow. So we're gonna try to do our best. 14 points. I'm sure that doesn't concern you. Probably worried when the rain was there, it could be more. It could be much more because uh, in the morning, my feelings were not so good. And we know we are struggling on the wet. But suddenly on the race, I feel it incredible, and you know, uh, when we put the uh, the dry tires, dry I just push. You know, when we put the slick, I just push my best, and I think we we made it to the podium it was
6: good. Good job, Maverick. Well done.
8: Thank you so much.
3: Everyone loves a good old Rossi battle, and we like to see Cal and Rossi having a good old battle. Plenty of that today. It was really good stuff. Shall we have a look at it? Let's let's have a look. Yeah, um,
2: Valentino came from a little ways back, obviously. Saw Cal his, uh, in the distance there, put his head down, and I think it was about three or four laps to go. I thought, man, I don't know. I don't think there's enough time. Because Cal was running some good laps, and then second-to-last lap Valentino made up, what, four tenths, and just shoved it up the inside right there. Pardon me, excuse me, coming through.
3: I mean, what's brilliant about him there is, you know, he came from way back in the 13th or 14th. We were kind of going, what were you doing? Why didn't you come in earlier? Yet he still gets a result. He still gets decent points. 22 points now behind Mark Marquez with eight rounds to go for him. That's okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not over yet, you know, and he had to do that today. There was, once the mistake was kind of made,
3: he had to put his head down and he reeled off some good laps. Uh, Danny Pedrosa sitting fifth in the championship now on 31 points behind his teammate Mark Marquez. Good ride for him today second in the race let's get his thoughts
6: well Danny you've looked really strong all weekend in the end it was all about timing wasn't it early on and when to come in how difficult is that decision when you sat on the bike
1: actually in these conditions it's always difficult but uh, today had uh, I I think I I just regret one lap because I, I was really really confident to go one lap earlier in this could make the second part of the race easier because you can see how much gap you win by one, just one lap, but actually I was just confused because all day was like drying up and raining and drying up and raining and for sure it was clear that it was drying up so fast, but at the same time still some drops and uh, you, you don't know is going to rain more, it's going to finally not rain more, so I stay or I go in and uh, finally I just decide to go in and, Two laps too late but uh, I'm happy with the pace, all weekend I was running quite strong and this is positive, Uh, nice qualifying, fastest lap time of the race, Uh, second place so it's really important to to be consistent and just hope to keep uh, this momentum.
3: Yeah, he's certainly got momentum, no doubt about that. So here's confirmation of the race result in MotoGP. A brilliant win for Marc Marquez, way ahead over the rest of the field. Danny Pedrosa, his teammate, right on his tail. Maverick Vinales battling through to finish third. Valentino Rossi in fourth. Well, he qualified in fifth place. He finished the race in fifth. We'll find out in just a minute whether he's in good form or bad form about that. We never really know. And just a little eye out there for Jonas Folger. Look at that. He has had a brilliant season so far. And in such a weird old day like today, the likes of Petrucci and the Aspargo brothers, really, really good stuff from them as well.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Folger, I mean, you know, he came in, had a ride through. Basically, his bike wasn't ready, so he had to come back in the pit. Like the boys said, if you take 28 seconds off that time, he's on the podium.
3: Yeah, fifth place for Cal Crutchlow, I guess we're never really sure how he's going to feel about that, so let's, uh, let's hear from the man himself.
2: Cal, fifth
6: place after that one, I'm sure if it was a fully dry race, you'd have been well hoping to be on the podium, but that looks so tricky. First of all, to make the decision when to come in. Yeah, obviously I made the wrong decision when to come in. Um, my aim was to beat Danny this weekend and I didn't, yeah, I came in when he came in. Um, and he did a better job on the restart of passing Patruzzi with the, with the Ducati. It was just so, so difficult to pass in the straight line. And once he got to the front, he was able to go. Um, it took me ten more laps. And once I got past Patruzzi, I was able to go also. But uh, Maverick had already passed me, so... Hey, I, I, you know, I'm pleased with the weekend. To finish in the top five in, in Bruno is, is good. Uh, but I did want the podium and I aimed for the podium and I never got it. So obviously I'm not best pleased.
3: Hard when you come in off a win last year and the weather kind of suits your style and suits your personality and you don't get on the podium yeah. i like the fact he has high expectations though don't you No,
2: well, you have to you have to in this business i think he did everything he could do today um, you know as far as coming in when he did come in but he rode a great race
3: and um, he did get a victory today though which is really good down to all you lovely viewers at home because at the start of the weekend we asked you which of these four moments were your favorite ones was it John McPhee's maiden win was it a Max Biaggi wheelie, was it a Renzo Pedrosa battle or was it Cal Crutchlow's maiden win the first for a British rider in 35 years last time here in Bruneau and you went for Cal and it was pretty unanimous too so well done uh, here is the result I think it is many many percent Many, many percent. Can you read percentage. that? 48%. Okay. That's considerable. Okay. And uh, you just, all oh, right, 19, 19% for, for the Weenie and 25 for, for for the It's kind of unfair. I mean, we are BT Sport. Most yeah. of our viewers, where do they live? Well, they live all around the world. They're people with great taste, like great sport. (laughs) Of course they're going to choose Cal. (laughs) Yeah, well, maybe it was a great moment. Do you want to fight about this? I don't know. I kind of like the Biagi Wheelie. That was fun. I like the Biagi (laughs) Wheelie, too. Yeah, it was great stuff. Uh, How do you think Cal felt there to you? And how's he going to approach the rest of the season? You know, I know they're going to test,
2: obviously, tomorrow. Put your head down. Whatever issues they have, I talked to him this weekend, and he didn't seem too happy. Uh, But I think... You know they they got a top five move on let's work on the bike keep it going and going. it's going to be tough next weekend at a1 ring we
3: know that i wonder how alish asparguro feels he finished eighth in that race but had a major moment in the pit lane uh, it looked like it was going to get pretty messy um this is what he feels about it all
9: well Alish, now that was a strange old race frustrating to get the penalty as well because you know to drop back all those places tell us about it
10: yeah um my start wasn 't the best one, but uh, then i I started to overtake riders and uh, I was in the in the leading pack uh, before to stop. I hate to ride with the slicks in the mixed conditions, but I realized that today was a, a day to take the risk. I was the second rider after mark to stop and change the bike and uh, no when, uh, when I go back to the to the track i I realized that I was on the podium position, but unfortunately, um, our second bike was on uh, the uh, same than uh, one, the first bike, because we just have one, e- one new engine and uh, also we made a mistake and I, we fit the soft rear tire. so I felt really bad from the beginning, I couldn't be fast, I get nervous and nervous and then I realized that I had to drop three positions, I had to stop, wait for the three riders behind me, so it was a shame finally, but top eight is, is uh, obviously positive. Um, I'm happy that uh, Andrea has no injury because it uh, was a, a scare crash, Nothing I could do, really, I had no mirrors, so it's team fault. Um, but again, when a team or myself made a mistake, it's a uh, team fault. So say sorry from uh, me and Aprilia to Suzuki and Andrea. And uh, from the future, I think it's good to, to recheck this rule because it's very easy to make a mistake. Um, and I think it's something that we have to discuss.
9: Yeah, I was watching all the flag-to-flags. I'm stood there on pit lane, and it looks like an accident's always going to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a rider's natural instinct is to jump on the bike and go. Do you think by slowing the, the, the initial speed in the pit lane down could help the situation?
10: For me, the best rule is the Superbike one. You have uh, time and you can be relaxed because everybody will spend the same time in the pit lane. Um, because sincerely, it's very easy to make a mistake. And then uh, sincerely, why if I was in front of Andrea for five seconds, why I need to wait for him to cross the pit lane? If I was faster than him, why I need to wait? I understand there is the rule, but it's not fair. So it's something that we really need to think about and, uh, and change it because uh, the important thing is that if we crash in the pit lane, we have the leg, we have everything, no problem. But if the bike hit one mechanic leg, we can destroy the leg of a mechanic or something worse. So just to wear a helmet doesn't mean that you are safe. So for me, in the next safety commission, it's something that we have to really talk about.
3: Sounds like a, a really good idea. Thanks, Aleish. Thank you. Yeah, he was lucky. That could have been far worse. So this is the state of the championship. Mark Marquez has stretched his lead by 14 points over Maverick Vinales, 21 points over Andrea so 22 over Valentino Rossi, and 31 over Danny Pedrosa. Worth reminding you, as we came into the weekend, 26 points separated the top five, 10 points separated the top four. That has stretched a bit, but when you think we've had 10 rounds of racing, it's still a very, very tight year, and it's going to be dramatic all the way through. Quick question, Colin Edwards. Do you know the rules in the pit lane? I mean, it's been
2: three years since I've raced a motorcycle and done a pit stop. Um, I think, I don't know. I don't want to make a fool out of myself. <laughs> it's people like you, Colin Edwards, <laughs> that cause problems in pit lane. Exactly, there you go. <laughs> stick with that one.
4: Tom Lute, who takes his first win of the Moto2 year his team are on the wall. What a way to celebrate. Difficult conditions. Luty wins. Jules Bigot in the background there. Crew chief watches on. Marquez takes second place. Good finish for him, and he's really happy Very about good. that. Oliveira comes home in third place. Thomas Luti has done a great job of reeling in the runaway leader in this championship, Morbidelli. That has been a, that 25 points really has counted.
3: Yeah, really, really good results for Thomas Lutie. And what I love about that was he did exactly as he stated he wanted to do at the start of the weekend. Get a big result, put pressure on Franco Morbidelli. He's done that. And and unexpected, honestly. After what he
2: qualified, he went out there and knew that this was his opportunity, and he took it. Pounced.
3: Yeah, he qualified in 12th place. So you know the restart really suited him. He was then on seventh in the grid, and he was able to push from there. But still, from seventh, a great start.
2: Awesome. He went around the outside, pretty much everybody, and just,
3: see you later. So a 17-point lead for Franco Morbidelli in the championship now. How will he be feeling now? Nervous? Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little
2: nervous. I mean, he's a guy that's won the most races, but you know, you keep you have a result like that. He had a crash in Jerez, and it just uh, you just see the points slipping away, especially today, you know.
3: Is that, is that how a championship leader would look at it? You know, you never want to be a, a DNF away from losing uh, yeah. your championship lead. Is that is that the case?
2: Well, because anything can happen, especially Moto2, you know? And if you got a 26-point lead, that's a lot better
3: than having a 16-point lead. Although Franco doesn't look like a guy who's going to let it slip. I mean, it would take a lot of pressure. Uh, no, it, it would take a lot of pressure.
2: He's good. I think he's solid, to be honest. Today was just a little hiccup in the road. He, he was going
3: great, you know, in the dry, so he'll be all right. Uh, Today also marks a very important moment in the history of American motorbike racing because, finally, we had another American on the starting grid on a race weekend. It was fantastic. It's Joe Roberts. He's with us now. Joe, come on in. How are you?
0: Good, man. How's it going, You Sandwich
3: yourself in there a little bit. Um, Well done today. Fantastic. you finished 10th, and uh, an exciting day for you, I'm sure. Yeah, very exciting. Uh, It's
0: pretty amazing to come in and finish 10th in my debut in the Moto2 class. Uh, I wasn't really expecting it uh, where I was starting, but in the first free practice, we had
3: really good pace in the wet, and um, I love riding in the wet, so. (laughs) And to get points as well, I think Kenny Noyes back in 2011 was the last American to score points in the intermediate class, which is incredible that you've managed to do that. There's gonna be a lot of eyes on you now.
0: Yeah, I think so. Now now I just gotta put it together in the dry and, and be up there in the dry. That's the main
2: thing, but. So you won a race here, though, before. Yeah, I actually won a a race in the uh, Red Bull Rookies Cup. Yeah, and was that your first win in Red Bull Rookies? Yeah, Yeah, it was.
0: So I actually have a really uh, fond memory of this place. I love this place. It's so, so good for me. And uh, starting, I actually, in that race, I started last. Yeah. And by the first lap, I was up into third, and then I won the race. Yeah,
2: and just so we're clear, the bike that you're on now, is it similar to the one you ride in CV?
0: Yeah, it's, it's similar. It's a Calix motorcycle, but it's... Two years newer. This is the okay. brand new bike for this year, which is something is new for me, but it's a Calyx motorcycle, yeah. you know?
3: Yeah. And also, you look very like the guy from High School Musical. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> What's, <laughs> his <laughs> on? What's his no, name? No, I don't. You do. You look no. like him. My daughters at home are going, like, who's this? <laughs> 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 hey, you can only help you. Fix my hair or something, <laughs> man. There you go. There you go. <laughs> tell, us, uh, tell us a bit about yourself. Where are you from?
0: Well, I'm from uh, Los Angeles, born and raised there. And, um, yeah. I live. I grew up riding around there, some tracks in the desert, and um, and then made my way to road racing when I was about eight or so, and been doing it ever since. And who
3: did you look up to when you were a kid? And your dad's
2: English, right?
0: Yeah, my parents are actually both British. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Really? Okay. Little known fact. Yeah, oh, little known fact. Go. That's probably why I'm so good in the wet, huh? <laughs> there you
3: <laughs> go. There you go. So, who did you look up to? to yeah, this Yeah, of mountain? course
0: I looked up to him. You know, uh, in the Red Bull Rookies Cup we hung out and. He helped me out a lot, and he actually came and checked out my data this weekend and told me how crap I was on the <laughs> on getting on it the wasn't gas. That bad. I Come on. was try, I was trying
2: to let you down easy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, that's not a swear word in America, by the way, okay? Is it in, no. is it no. in no. England? I, well, I, I don't think it is. It's a little baby <laughs> one. It's not like some of the usual words he comes out with, so you're doing okay here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, so, so, run us through what, what your plan is and what your objectives are and what your uh, commitment is here in Moto2. Well, I want to be here permanently. That's kind of the main thing, you know? Uh, I think off to a good start so far <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah it's a good start I think right now I'd you know I qualified 31st um, which isn't you know I was 2.1 off pole and it's a you know working with some new guys a new bike and um, you know'm I'm, I'm getting to feel like this bike is a little bit more like my own and and I think in Austria I can I can show some more potential in the dry and that's the main thing you know it's just I wanted to come here and really just try and learn as much as possible, you know.
2: And now you have a five race, five race commitment with these guys. Yeah. So here, Austria, and what are the other ones?
0: Uh, I'll be doing the next European rounds all the way up until the flyaways. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah.
3: Well, well done, Joe. You met him here first. uh, (laughs) From L.A., British parents, Joe Roberts, 10th finish today in the Moto2 race. You're going to be with us for a while. It's really good to see you. Thank you, guys. Well done, Joe. Awesome. Okay, let's have a look at the championship table at the end of round 10. And Franco Morbidelli still has the lead, but it is only 17 points ahead of Thomas Lutti. Alex Marquez, a really good day for him. He crashed out in Germany last time We didn't know whether he was going to race this weekend. He did. Did very nicely indeed. So he's there, you know, to pounce, put a bit of pressure on Franco yep. as well. He's gonna, he's gonna feel all of that, Colin, isn't he? I mean, it's, it's, it just needs to bunch up a little bit. Yeah, yeah
2: Marquez it? did great this weekend. You know, we know he crashed, had a little injury, went out there today and did great. Got on the point he couldn't catch Lutti in the in the second race, but he was right there, he made no mistakes.
3: Our Moto3 race got us going earlier in the day.
6: Joan, congratulations. Yet again, you've done it. Sixth victory of the season, but how much were you thinking during that race of the last couple of laps and what you needed to do? Because you had the fastest lap right at the end. Well, uh, yes,
7: after uh, after the, the bat uh, or the um, during the weekend, I didn't feel so much confident with the bike because uh, with the rain, then dry rain, it's really difficult to manage. But, uh, well, uh, since the, the first day I was thinking because I was really pushing hard because I want to dedicate this victory to, to Angel and uh, to dedicate the, the, uh, with, with uh, victories is amazing. So uh, I want to dedicate to them. And yes, uh, about the race, really, really difficult to manage because uh, it will be dry at the end, will be not uh, really difficult, but well. Uh, finish la- like this in, in these uh, difficult conditions means a lot for me because today uh, it's day to take to points and uh, to take points with a victory is amazing. <laughs>
3: Yeah, he's beginning you, to look like a world you, champion. Certainly when it came to the nitty-gritty business end of this race, a great scrap with Romano Fanati. They swapped a few times. Romano desperate to beat him. He needs to close down that lead. He was thinking that as they went through the final few corners of this wonderful circuit in Bruneau. But it was Joanne Mir who bagged another win. Win number six of the season. Yes, it is you, Joanne. Absolutely brilliant. Taps the bike, but really it's that young fella and his mature head that did the job. And there he is, top of the pile, 190 points a considerable lead over Romano Fanati, Aaron Canet there in third and how about young John McPhee a good day for him he had to work his way up from 19th place and he is fourth in the championship still on 93 points Hodges joined us. We're just going to wrap up what's been a really interesting round 10 of the 2017 Championship. Uh, good wins across the board. Lots to talk about. But as we came into the weekend, focusing so much on Ducati and the changes they made, in particular to Jorge Lorenzo's bike. He finished 15th today. Uh, actually, before they went in, he, was, he had a lovely start. He was doing quite well overall. How do you think he looked? How have the changes suited him? Well, I think it's not made a
9: massive difference. But he looked good at the start of the race. He took took the lead and was. He had over a second lead, but then did it all. You, did you see the pit stop? Well, it all went wrong in the pits, but I didn't yeah. see the pit stop. And what happened, oh, I
2: don't know exactly. Yeah, it was a debacle. Were I mean, they not was, ready for him then? Is that they a, weren't ready. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, they actually here. You go. It's right here.
3: So, so he comes in. So they're working on the bike. He's going to
9: jump on. Yeah. The, the problem is, you can see it's just a calamity, isn't it? I've never seen anything like this. What's I mean, going on? You, Imagine this. This is like yeah. That's are you why. Kidding me? Yeah. So he's lost. The problem is also he's lost his rhythm, he's got frustrated, yeah. it,
3: it, it's a knock-on effect so he's probably lost about 10 seconds in the pit stop. He lost then- eight places to put it in race terms, right. which is, is absolutely massive and I'm sure the team manager Davide Trodotze was absolutely fuming. Let's hear from him now, he's with Gav.
6: We'll talk about Andrea Dovizioso in a, in a second but I'll to talk about Jorge Lorenzo first of all, leading in the wet conditions, then it took a long time in, in the pit change, what happened?
11: Yeah, uh, finally it took a while uh, to modify the, the bike from uh, wet uh, to, to dry and uh, Jorge comes immediately in and uh, the bike was finally not properly ready. It lost just a few seconds, but uh, yeah, it was our fault. Uh,
6: in, in the wet, he looked, he looked good though, but I suppose he was always fighting back after that.
11: Yeah, in the wet, he uh, was uh, doing a fantastic race. Obviously, nobody was uh, thinking that uh, the racetrack uh, dry up uh, so, so quick, Then he uh, surprised everybody, and that uh, was a problem for, for many of us.
6: What's the feeling in the Davizioso side of the garage as well? Sixth place today, I'm sure you'd have expected a lot more in a fully dry race.
11: Yeah, sure, sure, yes. In uh, full uh, dry and full uh, wet, uh, we think that uh, with both riders, we was able to to fight for the podium. But uh, in the end, uh, Andrea comes in uh, probably one uh, lap later and uh, he decided to stay out and uh, for one lap more than this uh, compromise a bit the the race. Thanks very much, Davide. Thank you.
3: As a team manager, do you know? Do you say, like, you know, lads, there are weird conditions, we made a few mistakes, they're not, you know, normal race situations, let's just park that, let's go back to the plan, everything's going to be okay?
9: Yes and no. That has to, be what happened has to be di- dissected. There's hundreds of millions of pounds being spent on that project over the last five years and you can't afford to lose 10 seconds in it in a pit stop, you know, so... You know, somebody's made a mistake there, and that needs to be sorted out. They will forget about it,
3: but they need to make sure that doesn't happen again. Yeah, I mean, I guess they'll just have to work on those stops.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I said they weren't ready. Marquez came in, what, two or three laps before yeah. that, so w- what do you think those guys
3: were doing? They were ready. It's yeah. just,
2: it's, it has to be that way.
3: It's interesting, though, you were you were saying before and that you reckon maybe this this new fairing for for Lorenzo is maybe part psychological. Maybe Absolutely. it's just making... Absolutely. You agree
9: with that? Yeah. No, totally. It's, that's how it's the sport. Is 80% what's going on up here, and if that makes him feel a little bit, bit better and gives him just that little bit of stability, all of a sudden it's what he needs. And, it, and we know what Lorenzo's like. He's a head guy. He's, he's up and down. Where you know wherever his lap time depends on his mental state. So yeah, I'm, I'm a. All for that.
3: And as much as Davi wants to be on that podium today, don't you think it was quite fitting, considering the week that's in it and the sad loss of Angel Nieto, that there were three Spaniards, an all Spanish podium. Can you think of a better way to remember? No, not at all. You know, it, Spain's favorite
9: sporting sport? Not song. at all. And it was like it was meant to be. The reason all these riders are here because of him and, and, and everything he's done behind the scenes. And I mean, look at that. I mean, uh, it yeah. was uh,
2: Pod- Podium was a paying tribute. It was yeah.
9: perfect. It was awesome. Yeah, it, was a, it sounds weird. It was a fantastic minute silence. It's hard to, that, I'm, that I'm saying that, but the, the respect is so high. Well, it's
3: all heartfelt when they speak about him. I Absolutely. think that's what was really interesting. Really genuine. And
9: yeah. really young guys as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. But well, everybody well, knows. <laughs> like we all know about Barry Sheen. All the Brits know about Barry Sheen. You, Kenny Roberts. Yeah. But you, they know about Angel Nieto.
2: And there's nothing bad to say about him. He just was a fantastic yeah, God. guy. <laughs>
3: Okay, that's it from here at Bruno. We'll be back in just one week's time from the Red Bull Ring in Austria. We'll speak to you then. Bye bye.